We are back with the Uh-Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty. Welcome back, guys, to this lovely conversation that me and Nick are about to have. Please. What is the conversation we're about to have? How about we start off with a question? A question? Yes. Should it be a spicy question? Nah. It could be a clean question. Mm, okay. Like what? There's a pun intended there, but you're only going to know after I tell you this question. If you're washing dishes with a If you're washing dishes with a bar of soap and you drop that bar of soap. Why would you be washing dishes with a bar of soap? It's <laughs> a good question. I don't get it. I guess so. All right. So was that part of the question? Like, was that a part of the <laughs> trick of the question? No, but it. but yeah, that's funny. I, I didn't even think of that. All right. So <laughs> you just accept the fact that someone's washing dishes with a fucking soap bar. <laughs> that is funny. All right. So if you drop a bar of soap on the floor, is the floor dirty or is the soap clean? No. You just fucked up your question. Uh, I did, man. Fuck. God damn it, God Nick. Did. This you is are not ready for can the we, can we? Can we? Can we start to over? <laughs> <laughs> can we reset on this podcast? We're gonna laugh the fa- at the fact that you fucked up. That's okay. All right. So people, now l- let me like ask it again. Let me ask it again. Miseries. If you have a bar of soap and you drop it on the ground, is the floor clean or is the soap dirty? I think the. Soap is dirty because if you get soap on your floor, you're gonna have to clean that up. You're not just gonna leave the soap there. Someone could slip. But it's soap. Doesn't matter. Like it's it's a it's something that's not supposed to be on the floor. Yeah, but it's soap. How do you clean the floor with soap? Yeah, how do you clean yourself? You you put soap on yourself and then you wash it off, right? Yeah. You have to wash the excessive off. You can't just leave the soap there. Yeah, but it's still soap. I I still think like the dirt on the soap. You can't dirty mm-hmm. soap. Soap is clean. You could dirty soap. If I got a a a, a, a soap bar, right? Bar soap, whatever it's called. <laughs> if I got that shit and like dipped it in poop, would you still use it? <laughs> or would you wash it off first? a good question the other logic makes no sense you, you know so, yeah the, you know the, the soap is dirty i if we were in the wild and this happened just be out of my stubbornness i would grab that poopy piece of soap and i would rub it all over my skin right in front of you and say i would fucking use it <laughs> <laughs> nasty you're gonna have a mixture of poop and soap so you're saying that you need water with soap in order to be clean. Because you can't just have water and be clean. And you can't just have soap and be clean. So you need a mixture of water and soap to be clean. Yeah, I I think so, yeah. Eh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Think about how irritating it would be if you just poured soap all over. Like, do fucking dish soap. Pour it 
a bunch on yourself and then don't take a shower. Just you're clean. You got soap on your body. So yeah, that sounds terrible. Would you be okay with that? No. Nah. You know, what really bothers me. This is a little bit intimate, but it's okay. I we're, we're close like that. Wink. Mm. <laughs> um, whenever I, cause I use a bar of soap and whenever I'm using the bar of soap and I get like soap in my ass, I have to wash it out like immediately. Like it can't be there for longer than 10 (laughs) seconds because I almost feel like my ass is absorbing the soap. It technically is. It is. That's what I'm saying. So I feel weird about that. And like I just have to clean it off immediately. Mm, Yeah. Just to get, you know, the dirty part out and then immediately just clean it off. I agree. I think I'm kind of the same way. I never paid attention. Maybe I'll pay attention tonight when I take a shower. All right. Do you use but a bar yeah, of soap? That or sounds do you like use, something. Do you use like gel? Shower gel? I use shower gel, yeah. True. Why? Like, why do you prefer using shower gel over a bar of soap? Because I used to use shower gel, and then I went to a shower scrub, and now I'm at a soap bar again. Well, first of all, a lot of these soaps gives me allergies for some reason. Like, I always get like hives. After using it, like bumpy skin. And then um, I just don't like using a soap, dude. Like for some reason, like it's just, I don't like it. I, I'm much more, like I prefer a fucking gel so much more because I can, I don't know. I guess that's a personal thing. But to me, I just prefer shower gel. Yeah, you don't know why? I guess it's because I can control, like, how much soap, I guess. I don't know. It's mainly because of the, the the allergic reactions that I have. And that's why, like, I switched up. But maybe but you're... Also, the, the, it's like you've been I don't like the it. fact that other people can use that same soap bar, too. You know? Well, yeah, it's a very personal thing. I've seen a couple of times where I, I grab a fucking soap bar and I see, like, pubic hair on it and i'm like no i don't want to use this <laughs> thank you very much that's disgusting because i have and then you the have to like thing. wash it off until it actually comes off and then yeah like, but you know you put some water on it and it's clean no more pube hair yeah i guess so but still like i don't want even to have like i don't even want to have the pubic hair go on my hand to like fall on the floor like <laughs> disgusting i feel that i've seen that so many times i've been through that so many times especially when you have roommates yeah have you ever used the same soap bar as a roommate fuck no i think that's disgusting it, as a matter i use soap bar well, i guess i guess it's different when it's like a roommate that like like you don't really know at first even but like, if at it's my just friend's house what about even really at my fr- nope yeah. Well, sometimes they don't have shower gel, so you have to use it. Water. What do you do? You don't use it? No, Just I don't. Water? water uh, at that That's point. not a proper shower. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to bite the fucking bullet. I mean, as a little kid, I've probably done that. But since like high school, hell no. No, nah, I've always used some kind of soap. Nah. But. Nah. And that's yeah, the thing, too. Like, I don't know. I, here at my house, like I have... I only have, no, I don't only have, I have my, um, soap bar, which 
I even keep it inside like a little uh, <laughs> container, you know what I mean? Like a closing container and shit. Cause like someone can't open that shit. Yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> saying that, but it, even like, you never know, bro. Just like from other, like people showering, like their water hitting it and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I just try to keep it contained and stuff, but I also have mm-hmm. um, a shower scrub that I buy as well which I used to use before and it's really good for your whole body. But, um, I just use it like to disfoliate or something. Yeah. It's for everything, but I kind of use it just for my face. Um, Mm. and then I have this, what if somebody else is using it for their, their thing down there? They could. You're using it exclusively on your face. It could happen, bro. (laughs) I mean, I don't use it exclusively on my face. I use it actually for my face and for my balls specifically. Mm, you want to ask so both faces all you guys are just sharing balls and faces nah everybody's got their own shit bro oh okay well somebody might be running out you never know you know like fuck I got no more fucking shower gel I gotta use this soap now nah Nah. but um that yeah that's uh that's one of the reasons uh (laughs) why I definitely need my own spot (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah once you start living by yourself, it's kind of hard to go back yeah. to living with people. Yeah. 100%. Hey, would you rather find true love today or win the lottery next year? True love today. Wow. For sure. Wow. Easy. Yeah, that is, I feel like, is that harder harder to achieve, like finding true love over like having good money it depends who you ask a lot of money but for me personally is i know i'm gonna make a lot of money mm-hmm. so i'm not so that's like doesn't matter if you win the lottery or not doesn't matter it's not gonna change my life trajectory it might as a matter of fact it might damage my life trajectory it might make me lazier like oh look i made all this money fuck it let me doze off and right. get addicted to drugs and you know just get go off some crazy uh spending spree and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Burn it off. Yeah. I think money definitely exaggerates what you already are. Yeah. I agree with that. If you had to give up one of your five senses, which one would it be? Bro, you asked me this before. <laughs> Bro, you are not... A true fan of the uh oh podcast. <laughs> People that like listen to all these, they're gonna be like, yo, what the fuck? You guys already talked about that. Oh yeah, and then fuck. we got into like the whole situation of like the smell being the strongest sense, remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Sorry, man. Wow, Sometimes Nick. look, I have a I have questions that I write down. Uh your boy be forgetting. I'll be reading a lot of shit. I'll be doing a lot of things. Yeah, man, it's hindering your uh, your memory. I guess it is, huh? How was your girl's birthday, by the way? What did you What did you end up doing? We had like some coxinha, some bolage queijo, Ooh. some salgadinhos, you know. Ooh. It was nice. Oh yeah, you yeah. just did a little little thing at, at the crib. Yeah, at the crib because we both like had just like uh, recovered from COVID. So we didn't really know about like being negative or positive. Plus, we weren't like still at a hundred percent. Yeah. And 
we just you know just did something here at the house. She, uh, we baked a cake. Aww. We baked a cake together. Aww. It's pretty nice. Came out really good actually. Yeah. It was like with. Like, it was like a Brazilian, true Brazilian cake, you know? It wasn't those dry-ass American oh, cakes. Damn. Da- like yo. Dulce de leche in there and, like, morango. I'm going to talk to your girl, bro. I'm going to be like, yo, please, like, I'll I'll buy all the ingredients. Just just make, make a cake for us. But it, for real, it, can't, it can't be for everybody. It has to be for a limited amount of people because <laughs> it needs to be like, look, Nick purchased the ingredients. He gets 50% of the cake. The rest of the cake, y'all divide amongst each other. Because I wow. need me some Brazilian cake, man. I haven't had yeah. any in a minute. And fuck, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Did she put uh, strawberries in it, too? And it made, like, this mm-hmm. white... See, I know what you're talking about, Marty. Mm-hmm. Ah, and, so the, and, like, the, the, the cake itself is is moist. Yes. You know? Way more than, like, American cakes. Because you're, you're constantly applying, you know... Um, what is it? Milk? Uh, yeah. But like with chocolate mix yeah. and all that. I don't know. It's definitely uh, a procedure to it. Oh, that sounds so but good. Came out really good. Lasted for like two days. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. And then I gave her, uh, I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode, but I gave her like a MacBook, which she was, she was pretty happy about. Oh, yeah. You did mention that. I don't know if you mentioned on the on the pod, on the podcast though. I don't know. Oh, it might have been on the live stream. True. I don't know. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty nice. That's fine. Definitely planning out my birthday. For yeah, me. yeah. That's gonna be fucking lit. Yeah, everything's already in the play, man. I just got my flight today. Damn, you like ahead of me, bruh. I didn't even get my own flight for my own birthday. It's your own birthday, bro. Look, me, I know. your sister, your mom, and your sister's boyfriend all got our flights. So, yeah. Yep. Yo, I'm trying to do all yeah, that fun, fun stuff, though. though. I'm trying to... I don't care. I'm I'm trying to go on a um, the hot air balloon. I'm trying to go whitewater rafting. <laughs> I'm trying to do all the crazy stuff. Um, wow, look at you, Nick. Now you got money. You're like, fuck it. I'm going to do everything, motherfucker. I'm just trying to live life, bro. I'm just trying to have fun. That sounds amazing, doesn't it? Of course it does. And that's why I picked that location because there's so much cool shit to do. Fuck. Yo, like, bro, Colorado is like a beautiful fucking place. Plus, there's so much shit to do. Like, there's hiking, there's fishing, there's water rafting, there's. All types of shit that you can do. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be such a great time. Yeah. I can't And I wait. think the weather is going to be nice, too. It's going to be, like, cold at night, but I think during the day is going to be pretty nice because it's, like, springtime. Damn. You know? Yo, I got invited to go to Europe a week after that. I think I'm going to go. Really? What country? Start off in Sweden, but then I'm, I think I'm going to stay out there for, like, three weeks. Ooh, Sweden is nice. I'm about to go everywhere, like Spain, England, France. You should, man. That's that's living right there. Fuck, that sounds amazing, bro. I think I'm gonna do yeah. that shit. I'm gonna say fuck it. But you got you gotta figure out a way to like monetize that shit too, bro. Well, yeah, you can't I, just be trust. You can't just be like splurging. 
You got to find a way to get recoup some of that money back. Well, I mean, fuck, bro. I, I, for Europe and shit, I just want to experience it. I just want to go as a tourist and go. Like, I'm going to get content out of this. But well, I that's just, what I'm saying. I want to also, like, before, just be so well prepared that, like, I have four or five skits on deck ready to go. You know what I mean? So I have weeks in advance. I have everything lined up and I can do that if I fucking work really fucking hard, which I have been. I've been working hard as fuck for these past like three, four weeks, and it's going to continue to go that way for the next month or so. So Mm. if I could do that, I feel like I'll be good and I can enjoy a great time, get some great content and have an amazing time exploring a new place. And I think for my birthday, I decided. I was thinking of either Hawaii. Um, uh, where else? I said Hawaii, Europe, or Thailand. I'm gonna go to, I want to go to Thailand. So prep your passport if you're trying to go. Because it, it's a wow. little... A, I think it's like maybe like $1,000 to, for a ticket to go there. But everything out there yeah. is cheap as hell. Right, yeah, the most expensive thing is the flight. Yeah. But, yeah, bro, I'm so, like, I'm so about it. I'm so about that life. If I could, that's all I would fucking do if I had, like, the money for it. I would just fucking go places, left and right, nonstop. I love, like, staying at hotels and exploring different places and eating different types of food. That, to me, is living. Yeah, and, dude, honestly, even, like... I want to start branching off and not just creating comedy skits. Like people just know me as a funny figure, which is cool. Like the podcast That's why people recommend you to do com uh stand up. Right. Which is something I will do eventually, uh besides the point. I also want to showcase my other abilities as like a filmmaker because Traveling videos to me are some of the funnest things that you could create. I remember creating a travel video when it was, I think, my second or third trip out here to L.A. And I got to go everywhere from Yosemite, Sequoia, San Francisco, and L.A., Malibu, all that stuff. And it was just an amazing Where time. Where is that video, Nick? It's archived. I swear you film everything, but you release nothing. It's archived. Not that hilarious. I mean, no, it's. There. I mean, at least, at least you have all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And like if you want to use it for a documentary or whatever the fuck in the future. You well, could. Uh, the reason it's not out is because I, at the time, I was dating a girl, and she was all. Over, she was like the video. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she was the subject of the video. You know, it's supposed to be like that that couples thing type vibe. Uh, that's the only reason it's not out, but. Um, to show brands and shit like that, I could show it to them via email and shit like that easily. And to reaching out to these hotels and shit like that, bruh. Yeah. Easily. Easily. You trying to be the next Sam Calder, huh? Not really, bro. I'm just trying to travel for free. <laughs> Honestly. That's I mean, what he does. I mean, I guess, he but makes like. films but, and travels for free yeah. and, and gets paid. Yeah, to, yeah, I guess. I, I guess. In yeah. a way, I'm just, you know, that's not really my lane. I still want to continue doing comedy skits, but um, mm. that's cool too. Like, I, I would love to do that as well. I just, um, I don't know. As a creator, besides just a, a, a comedian, I like doing that type of stuff. Especially when you're with, like, friends and shit, bro. That sounds... Imagine, just... I could imagine, like, 
us in Thailand. Larry's out there with Joe, too. Bruh. That shit sounds amazing. Yeah. Starting this year, we should we should do all that. And yeah. Just, like, travel more. Yeah, 100%. If we could. I'm getting that fucking drone, bro. I, I definitely... Huh? I'm getting that new goddamn drone, the Mavic. The new Mavic. And I cannot wait for, like, the footage that I'm going to get. Starting off mm. in Delaware... Because we're going to be in that ranch. I'm going to get some dope-ass footage. And then Colorado's already lined up. <clears throat> I want to get back on my droning tip. I haven't been droning enough. Yeah, man. You should... I don't know why you haven't gotten into, like, FPV and shit. You have a FPV drone. I know. I got to update my shit, bro. I haven't updated it. You got to do something, man. You can't just, like, have that shit sitting around. No, nah, it's, it's getting gonna get outdated. outdated soon. Yeah, it's getting outdated. That's good, man. That's good. Definitely got some plans for the near future. Mm-hmm. You know, explore different places. It's good that, you know, we're also stepping up our game, too. You know, for the longest, we've been fucking broke. <laughs> Couldn't do shit. I remember in Florida not having, like, like times where I had, like, Five dollars, three dollars in my bank account. I'm like, what the fuck? Bro, I remember having negative and having to ask yeah. my mom for like twenty dollars. Jesus Christ, I definitely went through that. It is so embarrassing. Yeah, it's super embarrassing. Bro, I don't know if I told you this, but there's a funny ass story that happened. I don't know like if she ever like if she knows about this, but remember when we were filming with um Amanda Paris for the first time. I think it was a skit where she was uh, replaying her uh, her stories like over and over. Yeah. Like, during the whole day. Yeah. Right, but that time I feel like I wasn't making that much money. Like <laughs> I was going through some shit. I don't know what exactly what was happening at the time, but I remember. Uh, we did a scene where she was like laying next to me and she picked up my, my iPad so she can watch her stories because I confiscated her phone or whatever. And I remember when she picked up a, the iPad in the middle of the scene, I seen a fucking notification pop up <laughs> of my bank account. See, <laughs> <laughs> it was my bank account saying that I reached because when you like reach a certain like amount, it, it like alerts you, right? Like under under a hundred or under twenty five or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't know what it said, but it it was like so obvious that I like had little money in my bank account, or if it was negative, I don't know what the fuck it was at the time. But bro, it was like the first time ever meeting her, and I was so fucking embarrassed after that. Bro, I was like, <laughs> damn, I. I don't know if she saw that, but if she did, oh well. Oh, but that's yeah, hilarious. man, definitely went through some fucking tough ass times, bro. Not just in Florida, but Cali as well. That's hilarious. Yo, shout out to Amanda real quick. Uh, she's a friend of ours, super talented actress, and it's yeah. funny because like she's an attractive girl, so that would happen the first time you meet her and you're working with her, like you get embarrassed off rip. That's hilarious. Fuck, dude. Hilarious. That was so embarrassing. Cause I got the iPad back and I saw the notification. Where I was like, she was looking at it the whole fucking time, so there's no way she couldn't see it. And then when we were done with the scene, I got the the iPad back and 
I saw that shit like literally right there. It was the only notification. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, fucking A, dude. But yeah, it's good that we're finally like, you know, getting what we wanted. Yeah. And, you know, like after years of work. Yeah, 100%, man. I mean, it took us years to be able to get to this point, you know. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. Not just financially, but, like, even, like, knowledge-wise. Oh, I yeah. Like I know so much more. Like, bro, I really thought I knew a lot back then. And we still think like we know a lot. making and storytelling. We yeah, still exactly. think we know a lot. And then, like, the more I learn, I'm like, what the fuck? I was dumb as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know shit. Still don't know nothing, bro. That's what yeah. it is. We think we know, but we don't. We're, we, we're going to exactly, look back dude. five, six years from now. We're going to be like, damn, I didn't know shit at that time. But that's a that's mm-hmm. great. That means we're evolving. Because if you don't feel that way, then that means you're stagnant. You didn't move forward. You didn't progress. Yeah. Bro, I try every day to learn something new. I put on podcast or like read something or watch YouTube videos, like informational YouTube videos or like books sometimes, you know, like I just picked up a book. I still haven't read it, but I, it's my goal, you know, like I'm always striving for that knowledge. So definitely, definitely think it makes a difference if you're always seeking knowledge, you know? Yeah. No. There's people that don't fucking seek that shit at all. They just go about their day and whatever. Like, you fucking meet them five years later, they're still the same person. Yeah, bro. Because they have not evolved. They've been on the same bullshit. Definitely a lot of growth. It's it's funny, like, even thinking, even just thinking three years ago, right before the pandemic of like, ooh, I want to create a short film or create uh, a series. I had... And, like, be the director in that stuff. I had no knowledge, really, of what a director what it takes. Like, genuinely goes through on an actual set. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm I'm still growing and, and evolving day by day. But you were there on my first real big director's like set at the Which time the the baby eye that was the one to me that was like okay mm. this is it because i've done i've yeah. done the other music video for for piper before uh for those of you that don't know we're talking about um this creator that we created multiple videos for and i continue to i'm basically her director uh, Piper Raquel, she has almost 9 million now on YouTube. Massive, massive, massive. And it's crazy when I first got involved with her because you were in the scene. I basically got intro- I I met her by myself randomly. I remember I was at that same um, uh, building that they used to live at, at in Hollywood. East Town. East Town, yeah. yeah, in Hollywood. And they heard of me through Diamond, and I heard of them through Diamond, our friend Diamond. And we just ran into each other, and then we just started talking, me and Hunter, which is um, in Piper's team. So we just started talking, this and that, and then eventually I got on set, and you were filming, Piper and uh, Diamond was directing, and it was for Piper. And I started creating more and more with you guys. Eventually... 
you and Diamond stopped working. I filled in at that space, and then eventually they stopped working with Diamond, and then I started creating more and more with them. Mm-hmm. But I created maybe, I think, one or two music videos for her before Baby Eye. But Baby Eye was like, and I hate that music video personally. I hate the way that it turned out myself, like personally. The reason being is because I see so many errors as like a director and things that I could have done to make it better. But that's a great thing because, again, I'm evolving. Um, But I was so nervous that day. I remember barely sleeping. I couldn't sleep because of anxiety. (laughs) Prepping for that was crazy because it took me days and days and days of prepping. I'm responsible for... I have a production company, basically. So I have to get everybody together, get the whole production team together. I'm producing it. And dude, it's it, it was hectic. It was what eighty people on set, something along those lines. Yeah. Oh yeah, because there was a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. There was a, a pap rally scene. But yeah, once once you start booking locations with a limited amount of time, that's when you know the the pressure's on. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you you're stepping up because I mean before that, we would just film wherever someone's apartment or our own apartment or whatever but there was never like a time limit yeah but once you're paying thousands of dollars for a specific location with the limited amount of time then you got to have your shit on point because mm-hmm. <laughs> that overtime is no fucking joke yeah that shit changes bro especially even besides just booking a location just having a crew having like four people yeah managing people yeah it it can get crazy, man. Just scheduling everything. Even now, like the videos that I've been creating for Piper, they're uh, dramatic sketches, long form sketches. They're basically short films. It's at least eight minutes long. So creating those right now, we've been at a schedule of creating two a week. And to do that, the scheduling that I have to do besides because I, I get the uh, I hire the writers, so I get the writers. Um, me and Tiffany, we come up with concepts. Uh, Tiffany's uh, the mother. Either she comes up with one, I come up with one. We come up with one uh, together, collectively, and then I send it off to a writer. Writer sends it to me. I read it, send him some notes, sends another draft, send it to her, see what she thinks about it, so on so forth. Maybe get like four or five. We get a cast people, find the location. Um, so producing. I'm producing everything for sure. Um, after that, I got to make sure that I schedule everything to see how many hours we're going to need to shoot this, how many hours we're going to need to shoot that. It, it's a lot of work. And in one day, man, th- yo, those kids, they're 15 years old, 16 years old. And it it's funny because I feel like a, like they're all my little like cousins, you know what I mean? Because I've gotten so close to them now, and, and we have that intimacy mm-hmm. now. We, we always like joke around, and it's a, it's fun on set. It's always fun with them, always. That's what I love about it. But um, it's also the other side of it is frustrating because with kids, their attention span is a little bit shorter than ours, you know. And sometimes they're mm-hmm. so fucking tired, they just want to talk to their friends. They got all their friends there. And I have to make sure that everybody's on on point, ready to go, because at the end of the day, I'm getting paid to make these videos happen. You know what I mean? So I not only have to manage 
the my own people that I hired to to work under me, but I also have to manage the people that are the talent, the people in front. That's what a director does. So, dude, it's it can get crazy. It can get crazy. But I mean, what's something? What I was gonna ask you, what's something you've learned, like while <laughs> being a a director, that has completely changed your perspective on filmmaking? Like something that you've learned within the last year or so, like since you moved to LA pretty much. Since I moved to LA, I think how much of a team effort it takes to create a film and how much. But you didn't know that before? I mean, I did, but not to the extent because before I moved to LA, I didn't know what the hell a gaffer was. For those of you that right. don't know, a gaffer is the guy that works on, at the lighting department. He's the guy that's always moving around the lights. Um, I didn't know what those things were. I just thought, oh, camera guy, uh, director. Light guy. Yeah. Sound guy. Well, no, not light guy. I didn't even think fucking light guy. I just thought like, oh, sound guy, you know, fucking camera guy. You thought anybody just could put up lights and yeah, that's it. Yeah, I just thought one guy would be like, okay, put up the lights there. And I mean- Hey, PA, just set up this scene for the lighting. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, that's the reason I thought that because that's how we operated when we first started, or at least when I started with you and yeah. Larry. You and Larry had the knowledge of like, hey, I like that light over there. It looks better if you put it from there. Like, I didn't have any of that knowledge. I didn't know shit. So I leaned on you guys to tell me what to do. So I thought that it was like, okay, that guy knows everything. And also kind of the way that everything works when you're a freelance filmmaker, that's just how shit is. A lot of the times when you're hired, you're not working with somebody else. And if you are, it's one person. So you're telling that person what to do here, 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 here. And one guy knows everything. Yeah. If anything, you have to call someone else to help you out. That's what I'm saying. So that's kind of like the culture. But when you come here to L.A., all like these unions and people used to working under unions or under more professional sets they're like no like there's gaffers there's dps there's camera ops you know even knowing the difference between a dp and a camera op people think like oh he's a dp dps technically really don't touch the camera they really no, just, they just find the, the light for the scene you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. this is the mood of the lighting. So, okay, I'm going to want this lighting to be over there, this lighting to be over there. Now they tell the oh, they tell the gaffer what to do. So now the gaffer goes and moves the lights and the camera op puts the camera wherever the DP wants the shot. Yeah. So it, it, it I think learning about a lot more teamwork and relying on people, Um, that's that was one thing that I learned in – in filmmaking and how yeah. expensive it can really be. Oh yeah. With like no guarantee you're going to get that return back. No, not at all. Cuz a lot even a lot of the times the skits that we do in the past we're like, "Ah, oh, this skit sucks." And it does good. And then we look at a skit like, "Yo, this is fire. This is going to hit." Mm. Does nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. That happens in the creative world for sure. I just recently it's something that you constantly have to be keep learning, constantly have to keep evolving. Yeah, I just recently had a a skit or a reel on Instagram that did really good, 
didn't think it was going to do good at all. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Like, what do you mean? How good? Uh, Like, it, it got a lot of views. It got over, like, 400,000 uh, views. Oh, okay. And I averaged maybe, like, 10 to 20,000 views. Mm-hmm. You know? Which one was it? Uh, The one I did with Izzy that I'm searching for something and then oh, it's a wide okay. shot, you know, I, I can't find yeah. the the G spot. <laughs> right. So that one did really well. Yeah. And, and you didn't think it was going to do well? No, I didn't. Because it was so easy to film. It was so easy. It took us like 20 minutes at most. Mm. It's not about the work you put in. I know. I know. It's about the idea, the concept, if it relates to people or not. It doesn't matter if it's shot on a fucking camera or an iPhone or a fucking flip phone for yeah. that matter. Yeah. It was just so easy. I'm, I'm going to create that's a- one. That's one of like going back to what I asked you. Like, that's one thing that definitely like resonated with me. It's really not about equipment, even though like I deeply care about equipment and want to get the best quality and all that. Like for for it to resonate with someone, like your story, that shit has like little to do with it, you know? Yeah. Like the writing needs to be on point. The 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 performance, the direction of the video or whatever. Yeah. Like that's what really matters. For sure. I agree with that. And another thing too would be like knowing how much more a producer makes compared to everyone else. Producers make producers. more than directors? Fuck. Producers hire the directors. Producers make money on the back end. Yeah, I guess. Producers are where it's at. They own a piece of the fucking pie. Yeah. Yeah, but producing's stressful too, man. It's, t- it's tough. It's definitely not for everybody. Yeah, it's stressful. I definitely do enjoy it, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's piecing everything together, but. Hey, man. If that, that could be your thing. Nah, but I like directing, too. But, I, I love directing yeah, and producing. Directing is, yeah. Directing is more creative, for sure. Because producing is definitely, like, very analytical. Very logistics. One of the things that I realized as a director is that there's always going to be a problem, a new problem. No matter how well, much you plan. In general. Huh? Filmmaking in general. Yeah, filmmaking being in general. Being a filmmaker is being a problem solver. Yes, I agree 100%. But I guess the thing about a director is that it all falls on you. Of course. You know, so yeah. you're the face of the project. Exactly. If something goes wrong, they blame you. Exactly. If something goes right, they praise you. And working on smaller sets like we do, I have, let's say, an eight-man crew. I still don't have, whenever like there's certain departments like hair and makeup and certain like that, who has all the answers and stuff is me. Because no matter how well prepped the producer or the AD is, per se, 
shit is always changing up on set because this department is late or because this person is late or because this thing didn't happen on time, whatever. Set design didn't happen on time. So times are always changing. So really the director's making this shit up as he goes. As I'm going, I'm always making up new times and like new stuff in my head. And if you just deliver it with confidence, people back you up. And I feel like it's okay to ask questions too because I don't know. There's a lot of things that I don't know, especially like about certain departments like hair and makeup. Like I know some things, but sometimes I don't know shit. Like I was talking to this girl from from hair and makeup and I was like, oh, how long does it usually take to do like this, this, this and type of makeup? And I I ended it with like a like 30 minutes to an hour. She was like, what? Nah, like two to three hours. I was like, oh, shit. See, like comes to show how like what my knowledge is. Yeah. But it's important as a director to be well-rounded and know these things because that all those little, little, little details will help you in the long term. Yeah, you got to know a lot about a little... Wait, what is it? You got to know a, a little, little about, about a lot. lot. Yeah. As a director, <coughs> for sure. Because it's pretty like... It's... I think it's unprofessional if a director comes in and like doesn't know the procedure. For something that he's asking for right you know like if you're gonna ask someone to do it you better kind of like somewhat know what the fuck he's doing yeah. you know yeah not like step by step but you know like you have to know certain things like at least the minimal about that department yeah you know the basics yeah yeah because i mean in order for as a director your job is to communicate so you have to be able to communicate thoroughly for somebody to understand in their language, in whatever the department they work in, whether it be animation, whether it be the gaffer or whomever, you know. I could see you being the next Chris Columbus. He, uh, director. Chris Columbus? Directed the, yeah, he directed the first two Harry Potter films. He directed Home Alone. Um, what else? Damn, that's, he, but that's... he works. He works with kids a lot, and he's like he really knows how to get the performance out of the kids, yeah. especially kids that have no background in acting, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. But shit, he's made some pretty iconic movies that yeah. involve kids, and yeah, that's really iconic movies. Because you definitely got to have like some type of way. To communicate with kids as well. Yeah. 100%. It's not anybody that can do it. You know, that can, like, communicate with them. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, even though I say kids, like, these kids are, like, 15. They're, like, teenagers. Like, even when I started directing Piper, she was, like, what? Like, 13, maybe 14. So, they're still teenagers. So, I feel like that age, I could deal with. But, like, young kids. Like, not that I can't do young kids. I think I can. But... I don't know. I also feel like I don't I don't want I didn't choose this. Honestly, this just happened. And I mean, I love it. And I'm, Bruh, that's how a lot of shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you don't you, you try like you strive to get something else done and then something else ends up happening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thankful. I'm very thankful for the opportunity that God has given me and I'm going to continue taking these opportunities. But I didn't choose it. It just happened. And I'm all for it, you know, because at the end of the day. 
working on this content is only making me a better director overall. And then it's only going to make my own content that much better. At the end of the day, my content is the most important thing to me. I might not prioritize yeah, I mean, it at the moment. Babies, you own them. Right. I might not pri- prioritize it at the moment with the amount of work that I put into uh, my clientele work as opposed to my own. But mm-hmm. always in the back burner, the most important, precious thing is my own work. Yeah. So I, I absolutely agree. And that's part of the reason, like, why I don't even want to deal with clients right now. Yeah. Like, ever. If I could, I would never, ever. Just because I know the stress that comes with it, you know? Dude, I found my first white hair. I do prioritize. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. I was just saying, from you said stress. I found, like, my first, like, major white hair. I forgot what side it was. I don't know if it was this side or the other side. Oh, nice. Like fuck. Yeah, I only started growing gray hair when I moved to LA. So, it's a stressful job mm-hmm. being on set, mm-hmm. being in a crew. I definitely um, noticed black yeah. eyes, dark circles. Yeah. Oh yeah. You haven't been sleeping much. Certain certain times we've been doing like a lot of back to backs, and in between the two shoot days. I rarely sleep, bro. Like, I usually get, like, three, four hours of sleep. Damn. How long can you go like this for, man? I don't know. But I'm good now. Like, I feel good. Yeah? Yeah, I feel great. Nice. That's good, man. I don't want you stressing. No, no, no. I mean, it's all part of it. Because once you start stressing too much, you start becoming bitter and... Nah, never bitter, bro. Life is no longer fun. Nah, that's why. See, I love what I do. That's that's the beauty of it. Even though it's stressful, there's a lot of things that I got to deal with. I absolutely love what I do, and I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. So that's it. That's great. That's it. And I mean, yeah, like, don't get it twisted. It's it's a stressful life. Like, I'm. For the past couple of weeks, I've just been working all the time, bro. And I haven't even been had enough time to really work on my own shit. I was supposed to drop a video on Monday. It's Tuesday. Now I'm going to drop it tomorrow. You know? And I already have to work on my video for next week. And I have to schedule a video I mean, for Friday. It's your side hustle, man. Drop it whenever you can. I mean, it is, but I don't want it to be that way. You know? Like, it, there has to be that discipline in you as a creator. Like, yo, I said I'm dropping a video a week. I'm fucking dropping a video a week, you know? Yeah. Because also, yeah. if I continue... I like the dedication, but I'm just saying, like, not it's not always going to be possible. No, it's not. Know, especially because clients can take up a lot of time. No, yeah. Especially if that's your main source of income right now. Like, that's your main hustle. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. And, and then you, 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 you just keep doing that shit until your side hustle starts overcoming your main hustle i don't know it depends on your priorities but yeah but it's good that you're still doing it it's 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 good like don't definitely don't give up on that Mm -hmm. because that's what and like that's what was like really stressing me out when i was doing clientele work like a lot of it was taking a back seat for my own content and i was just not happy with that and i was not able to manage the time yeah you know 
to get certain things done. And I didn't have like the backup that I was looking for either for like as far as like like uh, an extra help, you know, that I gave towards other people and mm-hmm. clients. Mm-hmm. So and also like having a limited budget mm-hmm. definitely limits you a lot. So you have to do a lot of things yourself. Yep. So there's so many different things that just kind of drew me away from it and made me not want to do it. I felt like I was becoming bitter. Yeah. I really did. I felt that. And I was like, no, this is not the life I asked for. You know? Yeah, I mean, when you're working hard and you're not really, you're barely surviving, you become bitter, bro. Fuck yeah. And just another lesson, too, like, the people that are helping you out, like, you got to look out for them. Have to. Have to. You have to. You have to. You know, like, that's the one thing that also till today kind of irritates me, like, of how, how much people take advantage. You know, how people don't care. They're all in it for themselves. Mm -hmm. And... They don't look out mm-hmm. when the time is needed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck this. Fuck everything. I'm out. Yeah. Some people don't have the the guts and the heart or whatever to do that type of nah. shit. And they, they end up complacent, you know, with nah. with a job that they hate because they need it. And I was I just said, fuck everything. I don't give a fuck if I need this shit. Yeah. I'm not going to be unhappy. Yeah. Nah, that shit sucks, bro dealing with that type of stuff yeah it's the fucking worst man i feel like definitely got me definitely got me stressed man i feel like i've always been too nice when it came to money same it's always awkward talking about money yeah and even like there's been a lot of situations where like certain people don't deserve the money, but because you know who like you know them and shit, you're like off. Oh, like for example, a situation in um uh back in the day when that video went super viral of that racist lady with me in like twenty fifteen or some shit like that. Right. A check came in that all I needed to do was divide that shit with you and Larry because we have a YouTube channel together. But I divided it between five people. Five people. I forgot how that situation went. Just, and even even after doing that, people still talked shit. And I was like, this is how you know you can't satisfy people, bro. It's like, yo, I gave you money from this shit. And you're still saying something? You could have had nothing. You could have nothing, bro. You could have nothing. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild to do that. Wild to be in situations like that. Yeah. And and I do think that money complicates things a bit too, you mm-hmm. know? Because once, once people know that you're making money off something that, like, they're maybe a part of, then yeah, they're going to want some. Yeah. 
They're going to want something. But I think as the person that's getting that money, I think it's their responsibility to also satisfy the people that's helping them out. 100%. You know, if that is like paying or helping in them in any other way, like I think you have to look out for the people that look out for you. Like 100%. it's simple as that. 100%. I agree. You know? And I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people don't have, like, they don't think like that, which is so weird. Like, how the fuck do, how do you become so entitled? Yeah. How do you think that people, like, are obligated to do this shit for you? Yeah. It makes no fucking sense to me how some people think like that. I feel guilty when somebody helps me out and I, like, I don't give them anything back. Oh, my God. I can't do that. Even, like, owing people money. It bugs oh, me to my core. Fuck yeah. I, I can't can, even sleep at night. Nah, I cannot owe anybody money. Bro, yeah. the other day, like, um, one of my roommates always helps me out on, on set. And I have all my accounting done to perfection. Like, I know I don't. But I don't know if I ever... There, You never know. There could be a fucking mistake somewhere, you know? So I just randomly just ask him, like, yo, I don't owe you anything, right? Just to, you never know, cause I, I would hate yeah. to, I would hate to have somebody like be like, yo, this motherfucker owe me some money, and he ain't saying shit about right. it, and I don't even know, you know what I mean? Like that's why I, I ask, and I asked that to like other people that I work with the other day. I was like, yo, I don't owe you anything, right? I don't owe you anything, just to make sure, cause yeah, ah, uh, fuck that, bro. Cause I look at a person like, like if if I if I'm talking to someone and they say, and then we mention someone else's name, right? And then, like, that person says, oh, yeah, he owes me money. I'm looking at that person that we're talking about, like, completely different. I'm like, wait, what? That guy owes you money? Like, what the fuck? Why hasn't he paid you? Like, what the fuck happened? Exactly. Exactly. So it makes me look at that person, like, weird. So I don't want ever want other people to feel that same way towards me. me neither. I don't want anybody saying, oh, yeah, Marty owes me money. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that sounds terrible, bro. That sounds terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible feeling. I never, I, I never want to owe people money, and I, I don't like having people owe me money either. Yeah, that that's another bad feeling. I mean, yeah. like when when I when you don't have any money, it's a shitty feeling. When you have a little bit of money, you have some savings. It's okay. Like nowadays, if somebody owes me money, I'm not pressed. Yeah, like about if you're it. not stressing about. Yeah, it. but I, I've been in that situation where somebody owed me money and I had nothing, nothing, bro. And you don't want to bug the person. You don't want to be like, yo, like, come on. You don't want to ruin that relationship, but you really need the fucking money, you know? Yeah. That's why I hate owing people money because I've been in that situation. And I don't ever want, and I tell the people that I work with all the time, bro, all the time, especially people that I work with constantly, I'd be like, yo, if you ever need some money, if you ever need me to front you some money, bro, I'll take money out of my savings. Let me know. Then all you got to do is you fucking owe me a day or two on set. You know what I mean? Or you owe me an edit or, or, or a script, whatever. But if you need money, let me know, please. Cause I don't. I don't want that to be an issue. Even besides uh, paying your people right and taking care of them, you know, like even just making sure they're good. Like, yo, you good? You know, like, is everything okay? Like, do you need something? Like, besides all this, if you're working with somebody constantly, it's important to know that, bro, because I don't know, man. Like, when, when you work with somebody, like, the way I feel is like you're in, you're in battle together in a sense. You know what I mean? It's like a camaraderie type of thing. 
it's not it's not whether it's a female or male like whoever like even sometimes i pull the actors aside because i see the actors maybe going through something i pull them aside i'm like yo are you good do you want to talk about something let me know like are you comfortable doing this next scene in the, in the state of mind that you're in i think it's important to do these things it's important to be a people's person to talk to people to see if they're good not just ask them like hey like hey hope you're good or i hope everything's okay it's like not nah, like are you good good and like what's wrong you know you never asked me if I was good, Nick. I don't give a fuck, Marty. God, I feel so left out. I just, I just <laughs> use you, Marty. You should just... <laughs> fuck. Get you crying. Hold on, I gotta let my dog back in because he's scratching the door. God damn it! Why did they leave? Is your girl not here? She is, but. She, that dog loves you more. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no. She loves us both the same. Yeah. Yeah. She watches this stuff, Nick, okay? Yeah. She's gonna... That wasn't sarcastic at all. But just end the podcast, Marty. Why don't you? How do you know I was gonna end the podcast? I felt the breath. You did? Yeah, I felt it. How's it... How's that breath different it's, than any other it's a, breath it's, it's a long one it's the <sighs> like that mm, i felt and it. then like all right that's all the time we have for today's folks thanks so much for listening to the oh podcast with nick and marty you guys uh please rate us on apple podcast and hit that subscribe button and the like button on youtube wherever you watching this or hearing this from thank you guys so much for supporting us now and always I mean, I don't know if they're always going to support us, but I just put that out there. We love yeah. you guys, Illuminati. Whoa. <laughs> Some people might actually think that, so. Especially with all the money you're making, Nick. Yeah, all that money, huh? Mm-hmm. Nick is rich now, guys, and he's not so telling rich. us about it. So rich. All right, guys. Follow us on the gram. Or wherever. And uh, peace out. See you guys next week. And maybe submit some questions that maybe you want us to answer in the comments. Alright? I think that will be pretty cool. Yeah. Whatever you guys want to know. Deuces Anything guys. else? That's it. Cool. I'm rich as right. fuck! <laughs>